what is a submissive woman anyway? The submissive woman seems to be perhaps our biggest and last taboo in personal expression, in sexual expression, in relationship expression. It hits a nerve in all the political burdens we are carrying and all the historical burdens we are carrying. So it's helpful to kind of try and tease this out, possibly simplify this. This is a module I have in my free online course, The Taboo of Feminine Submission. It's available on my website at omrapani.com. I basically have two uh, markers, two criteria. So let's actually talk about these two, and I'm going to start with the second one first. I'm just going to cover these two points in this video. If you want to read the rest of the module, you're welcome to come check it out on my website at omrupani.com. What is a submissive woman? A submissive woman desires and values men's masculinity, their masculine strength, and masculine leadership. These are simple concepts, but very controversial these days. Uh, this is the piece that a woman needs to come to terms with in her desires for a man if she is going to step into her submission of her own volition, of her own pleasure, for her own selfish reasons. I feel that one of the biggest shadow pieces women are carrying today is that they do want strong men. They do want men who can lead. They do want men who know their mind. They do want men who can give them containment. They are attracted to those men. They are drawn to those men. They want men to embody those qualities. But sometimes they're very shy about saying that out loud. Uh, and the reason they have trouble saying that out loud is because the layers and layers of shadows that are built into this particular phenomenon. It seems controversial for even women today to say, hey, I want masculine men. I like strong men. I like men who know themselves. I prefer those men. And I want to be with a man who is embodying his masculine leadership in a relationship with his woman. It is very clear women desire this, but women are still very hesitant to kind of almost get behind this, to say, yep, those are the kind of men I'm looking for. Those are the kind of men I want to be with. Those are the kind of men I am turned on by. It goes against 
a lot of rhetoric that is currently popular in our society, which is we don't need masculinity, we don't need masculine leadership, and women can do everything on their own. That women no longer have any need for masculine leadership anywhere, not even in society, let alone in their intimate relationships. By making this single stand, they are going against a lot of momentum in our current culture, which is openly declaring that men should take a step back, that men should not lead, that even the idea of men stepping into leadership roles is archaic. and. Uh, misogynistic, that men stepping into leadership, men stepping up to step into leadership is another way of keeping women back. So it's understandable why women are in such deep conflict around this, around their desires conflicting with what is acceptable for how a woman should be in our current culture, for how a woman should be across from her man. Right. Women are in a conundrum. Their desires are pretty unrelenting. If you offer women submissive men, if you offer women men who are very happy to follow women, to let women lead, to let women decide the rules, to let women uh, determine the direction of the relationship. Women are not turned on by those men. In fact, women don't really feel held by those men. Women don't feel contained by those men. And yet to simply come out and say, you know what, I want a strong man. I want a man who can lead. I want a man who is strong, who is self-assured. I want his masculinity. I want his strength. I want his leadership. Seems to be a taboo. So I would say if a woman is to define herself as a submissive woman, she has at least crossed this hurdle. She has reached a place of honesty within herself where she can say, you know what, no, this is the kind of man I want. This is the kind of man I'm drawn to. This is the kind of man I want to bond with. Right. Uh, and then the logical question becomes, okay, well, if this is the kind of man you are drawn to, how can you be a good partner to this man? How can you be a matching partner to this kind of a man? So, in here, there is not even any kind of advocacy that women should want dominant men. If you want submissive men, please go right ahead. I don't have any problem with it. I have no desire to control your life or tell you what kind of man you should bond with. Make your life as you wish. But if you are drawn to men who are more embodied in, your in their masculinity, if you are drawn to men who are more embodied in their leadership, 
if you want men who are more inclined to take charge in their relationships, if you want men who truly want to provide containment to their women, who want to hold a solid space of leadership in their relationships with women, then the logical thing to do, the less uh, troublesome, the less bothersome thing to do, is to be honest about your desires so that you can get on with it. So you can get on with finding the kind of man you want and then establishing a relationship with that kind of a man that works both for him and for you. Right? Those are the people for whom I am presenting my material. That's about it. But if you're in shadow about your desires, it creates confusion, it creates conflict. It creates a double-sided, a Jekyll and Hyde layer in women where they want one thing, but they are confessing something else. They are presenting a false face to the world, to their girlfriends, to society, claiming, no, we don't, we don't really want that. I want an equal relationship, but you don't. You are drawn to masculine men. You are drawn to men who are strong. You may even be drawn to men who are a bit disagreeable. You are drawn to men who are who really know themselves and have very strong boundaries, and who want women who can complement their strength, their dominance. The encouragement in my work certainly always is: let's be honest about our desires, so that. We can create what we want, so we can create the life we want, so we can create the partnerships we want. So I would say, what is a submissive woman anyway? I would say a submissive woman is one who knows she wants a dominant man. Simple as that. That you want a man who is embodied in his dominance, you want a man who wants to take a lead in his relationship with a woman and who knows how to do it, who wants to do it, who wants to succeed at it. And then if you know you want to be with a dominant man, perhaps you also understand that the best complementary role to play with such a dominant man is to be a submissive woman. That the dominant man and a submissive woman make a good pair. They're a good match. They're good dancing partners. That's about it. Not saying you should want this dance, not claiming every woman wants this dance. I'm only speaking to the women who want dominant men, who want strong men, who want their men to be embodied in their masculine strength and leadership. Right. Order the right kind of man. Order the right thing off your menu, off your relationship menu, and then people like me can help you build those relationships. If you keep ordering the wrong kind of men off the menu, because you're in shadow, because you're in too much shadow about even asking for what you truly, truly want, then the whole process is confused from the get-go. You're not going to get what you really want, right? So that's the first step. What is a submissive woman? A submissive woman is a woman who wants a dominant man. Plain and simple. If you are not such a woman, this conversation is not for you. Not a problem.
this conversation is not for you. Go seek your matches. Just go seek your uh, alignment elsewhere. Right. I've been doing this work for a while, and I feel, I mean, I, I almost without exception, I can't find women who are craving submissive men. I'm having a hard time. I can go out there with uh, with a lamp looking for women who are craving weak, submissive men who want to follow the woman's lead, and I don't see it. But if that's that's you, God bless you, by all means, you have a right to create your life as you want. And if you want submissive men, they are abundant in our world today. We have an abundance of submissive men. And you don't need to be submissive. You can be the boss girl. You can be the feminine-led relationship. You can be the dominant relationship. You can have submissive men, subservient men. And do what you want with them. This particular conversation is for a woman who has come into enough clarity that, nope, I actually want dominant. I want to, I want to be with a dominant man. And then we can start the construction of this particular pairing on how can you be a good partner to a dominant man and on the complementary side, when I train my men, I train them into how can they be good leaders in their relationships to women as dominant men. It's a two-sided dance. Both the people have to learn their dance. The dominant men have to learn how to dominate consciously, beautifully, in a way that their woman feels held, in a way that their woman feels contained, in a way that the woman's desires and needs are met by the man. And also, the woman is doing her part of the dance and showing up in a way that this dominant man desires and needs and wants what he needs in a woman. That's about it. Right? So what is a submissive woman? I would say a submissive woman is first and foremost a woman who knows clearly that she wants a dominant man. She wants a man who can lead her, a man who is strong and embodied in his masculinity. And that resonates with her. That actually makes her feel calm, less anxious. That makes her feel safe. That makes her feel, this is correct. This is the correct configuration for me. And then we take it from there. Then we can train the women how to play their role, and we can train the men how to play their role. Everything else follows from that initial desire, initial declaration. Initial, honest um, call that a woman can put out. I want a strong man. I want a dominant man. I want a man who can lead me. Right. It's based on your desire. It is not based on any ideology. There are no shoulds here. Nobody's saying you should want it. I'm saying if you do want that, uh, we have some templates on how that can be created. And let's take it from there. So what are some of the characteristics if you are a woman who wants a dominant man? 
first of all, if you are able to say that, yes, I want a dominant man, are you even able to say with the dominant man, I want to be the submissive woman? Because dominant and submissive are polarities, right? You can't really have a dominant man with a dominant woman. They, they won't have much of a dance together. It would be the equivalent of a man and a woman showing up to dance a tango when both of them are leading. They're showing up to dance a waltz and both of them are leading. They're going to just step on each other's toes. This is a complementary dance. You have to perform slightly different roles that fit, fit together, as in ballroom dancing. So how does a woman like that fit? If you want to be the woman who wants to fit for the dominant man, what are your steps? What are your dance steps? These are some of your dance steps. Never compete with men. You're not in a pissing contest with men in general, with masculinity in general, and most certainly not with your own man. Do not compete with men. This dance doesn't work if you compete with men. Right? One of the core characteristics of embodying your submission to your man is never compete with him. Cooperate with him instead. Come into agreement with him instead. Right? Instead of competing, she's brilliant at cooperating with strong and dominant men. I think if you take away this one marker and forget about anything else I have to teach you, or anything else anybody else who teaches polarity has to teach you, it's almost like mathematics. It's like you can derive the rest of the principles from this one principle, cooperate. Cooperate with your man. Right. Find a dominant man. Find a man that you're attracted to. Find a man that you feel, this is the kind of guy I want to be with. And then find a way to cooperate with him. That's it. There is a golden key for you. You don't need to know anything more. Everything else is kind of derived from this. Right. Find a way to cooperate with your man. Find a way to cooperate with exactly the man that you're attracted to. And that can be your practice. That can be your relationship practice. That can be your golden key on how to make your relationship work brilliantly. If you were to extrapolate a little further on what that cooperation means, we can speak a little further, is that she values his leadership. Right? If you want a man who wants to lead, value his leadership. It's not rocket science. It's very logical. But this one point is... Uh, so many of relationships are stumbling right at the start, right here, right on these first three points. I encounter so many women who are clear about the kind of man they're attracted to. They are attracted to strong men. They are, are attracted to dominant men. And yet, 
because of the other shadow they are carrying in their system, they are not coming into cooperation with their men. They are fighting with their men. They are bringing in energies of competing with their men. And they are making a mess of their relationship. They are wasting their time. They are creating frustration for themselves. They are creating frustration for their men. The more the man you are dealing with, the more he is incorporated in his masculinity, the more he's incorporated and assimilated in his dominance, the less he's going to tolerate you competing with him, and the less he's going to tolerate you not cooperating with him. He doesn't have use for it. It's dysfunctional. If he is clear in his own dominance, in, in his own masculinity, he will know clearly what is it that he wants from a woman. And when he encounters competitive energy from a woman, he will avoid her. He will know she's not the right one for him. He will know that she is going to exhaust his energies instead of appreciating his energies. And he knows that he does not want to offer his leadership to a woman who is not interested in cooperating with him. A woman who thrives on being disagreeable is going to say this is pointless. I don't want to try and lead a woman who has no interest in following me. She values that man's leadership. Right? This is the principle that transcends men-women relating. You can see this um, play out in your work environment. If you have been assigned as a team leader at your job, at your company, uh, been asked to lead a few people towards a task, towards a project. And the people that you have been asked to lead are not respecting your leadership, are not following your leadership. It is absolutely exhausting. It is demoralizing. To try and lead people who are not recognizing your leadership, who are not honoring your leadership, is tiresome. It is a waste of energy. So the more a man is assimilated in his masculinity, he's not going to waste his leadership because his leadership actually costs him quite a bit. It's an offering. It is a form of provision, man's leadership to a woman. So just as a man who knows himself is not going to waste his time or his money or his attention on a woman who doesn't appreciate it, he's not going to waste his leadership on a woman who is not interested in following him, right? And this is taboo for a lot of women, to be a brilliant follower. Uh, a lot of women have been sold the idea that all of them should be leaders. Everybody should be a leader. All women certainly should be girl bosses, right? It's fine, absolutely your choice. But if you're going to be a boss, why are you looking for a dominant man? If you are looking to be the boss, what are you even planning on creating with a dominant man? If you want to lead, and if you want to lead in your intimate relationships, 
then by all means, find a man who wants to follow you. You can be in harmony. And truly, in today's world, there are so many men, there are so many submissive men we have created in our current culture who would be happy to follow strong, dominant women. Pick one of them. But if you know you want a dominant man, then are you prepared to be a follower? Are you prepared to honor his leadership? Are you prepared to value his leadership? If you're not prepared to follow his leadership, all you're going to create is headbutting, conflict, disagreement. You're not actually in agreement with his leadership, right? And once again, this is easier to notice in work environments. Imagine being asked to lead a team and imagine everybody under you who's in your team is refusing to acknowledge you as the leader of the team. I'm sure many of you have had that experience. And you can uh, feel how exhausting that is, how uh, emasculating that is, how castrating that is. It's fake power to ask someone to lead, but then not to follow them. She cherishes and nourishes men's masculine virtues. You want a manly man, excellent. I and other people who are training men to come into their power, to come into their masculinities, are encouraging them to come into their masculine virtues. And I know women are attracted to these. Men who are solid, men who are fierce, men who are protective, men who uh, stand by their convictions, men who are not easily rattled, men who do want to lead, excellent. You want a man like that. Are you actually cherishing and nourishing those virtues in your man? Or are you once again competing with them? She embodies the complementary energy the strong, dominant men. That's about it. You're asking the men to do the dance steps of the dominant man. Perfect. Wonderful. Right. I am busy attempting to create, I'm busy attempting to create these men for you in my courses. My work with men is exactly in this area. And then what is your role? Are you going to come and match with these men and bring the complementary energy with these men? Or are you going to do the opposite? Right. My encouragement to men that I train is that if you are going to do the opposite, if you're not going to place, if you're not going to bring the complementary energy, that those men should avoid you. I would avoid you, right? At my age and my level of experience and uh, understanding, I would avoid women who are not interested in complementing my energy from across the room. It's just a waste of time. 
It's a waste of energy. It's a it's a mismatch. What's the point? It's exhausting. It's exhausting to try and pour any bit of my attention or energy on a woman who is going to compete with me, who is not going to cooperate with me, who is not going to honor my leadership, even though this woman says, I want strong men who, want to, who are capable of leading, who has a big taboo around following, right? who is actually not a very good follower. Essentially, a woman who is a shadow submissive, right? In one in, in, encapsulation. Women who say they, stro they want strong men, women who say they want dominant men, but who have done none of their own work to be submissive women, who can match and fit with those dominant men. Right. And this is a very big chunk of our current population. We are really kind of straddling this shadow right now and man woman relating. Right. It is hard pressed to find women who will say, hey, I actually want submissive men. Just about every woman I talk to, just about every woman. Who shows up in my field admit I want a strong man, I want a dominant man. But the number of women who are willing and clear that they are ready to be submissive to the dominant man is few. They haven't done their work. That's why this free course is here. That's why my work is here to try and create and bridge this gap for those who want it. Right? Women are complaining, oh, where are the dominant men? And I grant you, those men are in short supply because as a culture, we have really attacked men's masculinity, their dominance. And the kind of work I do with men and the kind of work other men do with men is helping reinvigorate that masculine element with men, right? I hear you in your frustration that there aren't, there isn't an overabundance of men who are totally embodied in their conscious dominance. But the flip side of that is when the men are embodied in their dominance, they're like, where the hell are the submissive women? Because they are not interested in wrestling with girl bosses. They are not interested in competing with women. They are not interested in offering their leadership to women who are not in their feminine embodiment, their submissive embodiment, who are not ready to get into agreement with them, right? So the invitation here is, uh, this is a two-person dance. This particular module, this particular pre-course is for women. And it's for, as an invitation for you to kind of learn your dance steps. 
And are you ready to play the complementary energy to strong dominant men? Have you taken your journey? Have you done your preparation? Women would be uh, are very quick to point out that many men have not done their work. Men haven't done their work. Men haven't matured. Men haven't come into their conscious dominance. Men haven't learned how to lead women. And I grant you that's true. Perfectly true. Yes, the men have to do their part. The men have to learn their dance steps. And then my question to you is, have you done your work? Are you ready to call yourself a submissive woman? If you are calling out for partnership with a dominant man, can you stand and say, here I stand, a wonderfully embodied submissive woman, ready to do the dance with a dominant man? Please bring me a dominant man I can dance with. Have you done your work? And a lot of you haven't. Right? You had you do not embody the complementary energy that strong dominant men are looking for. That strong dominant men feel there's my partner, there's my dance partner. So this is about bringing two people with complementary desires together. That's about it. What is a submissive woman? A submissive woman is a woman who wants to partner with a dominant man. Is that you? Do you want to partner with a dominant man? Then you're a submissive woman. And if you're a submissive woman, are you, have you done all this? Right. Are you absolutely clear and clean that you honor and desire men's masculinity? That you want their strength? that you want their leadership? And if you want men's leadership, are you a brilliant follower of their leadership? More than anything else, are you ready to cooperate with dominant men? Are you ready to embody the complementary energy to strong dominant men? That's about it. Uh, it's not rocket science. It really is the equivalent. I think uh, partner dancing is a really good analog. If you want men to learn the steps of dominance, have you learned the steps of submission so you can dance well with those men? That's about it. The whole thing gets complicated because in this thing, there is a lot of shadow. There's a lot of shadow, there's a lot of ideology, there's a lot of self-concepts and identity that actually keeps women from even saying this out loud and let alone truly stepping into that energy with their full desire, with their full heart, with their full openness to say, I want to be a brilliantly submissive woman to a brilliantly dominant man. The first point is almost kind of the second point. Maybe I should flip them around. The first point is a submissive woman is foremost a feminine woman. A feminine woman is what a masculine man wants. The more embodied he is in his masculinity, he feels he has a masculine polarity covered. He is bringing that polarity. He does not need his woman to bring in masculine energy. 
It is not where his nourishment is. It is not where uh, it is not what he's craving. It is not what he's attracted to. It is not the complementary piece that he is seeking. He's got the masculine polarity covered. The more he's embodied in his masculinity and dominance, he is bringing the masculine polarity to you. And what he is craving is your feminine polarity. Right? Are you bringing that? If you're not bringing your feminine polarity, in essence, you are not of much use to a dominant man. What is he going to do with you? Dominant man does not need a woman who's a dude. He needs femininity. He needs girliness. It's what he doesn't have. He, it's the nourishment his masculine polarity is craving. Right? It is what he's seeking in the other. It is the nourishment, the frequency, the nectar he is seeking, which is the missing piece to his masculinity so that he fits. Right? So are you a feminine woman? Are you bringing the feminine polarity? Are you bringing the feminine end? Are you bringing the feminine characteristics and the feminine virtues at every level? That's what he's craving. That's the partnership he's looking for. That's a nutrient he's looking for. Right? Are you feminine, supple, graceful, gracious? In your appearance, in your speech, in your energy, in your very core. These are again, uh, this is like a whole course right here for women. To be embodied in your feminine energy, to be embodied in your feminine, feminine graciousness, to be embodied in your feminine, in your speech, in your energy, in your core. A lot of modern women aren't, right? A lot of modern women have a judgment against this femininity. A lot of modern women are not embodied in their feminine, and yet they are seeking masculine men. So even if the masculine men are in short supply, those who are making their journey, those who are stepping into their embodiment, who do you think they're going to go for? Who do you think they're going to seek out? The more embodied a man is in his masculinity and his dominance, he does not need masculine women. There is no nourishment there for him. Right? And please, again, try and hear that there isn't any judgment here. If you don't want to be embodied in your feminine, you, you completely have the right to do so. I have no power, no right to tell you how to be in this world, how to be in this lifetime. Right? You want to be strong, aggressive, masculine, competitive, disagreeable. It's your life to live. I have I, neither I nor anybody else has any say over that. Do what you want. It's your life to live. This is just a matter of 
matching, matching the two pieces, right? If you are not embodied in your femininity, the men who are embodied in their masculinity are not going to be drawn to you. They are not going to be attracted to you. They will avoid you. And this is a great frustration I see a lot of the times of women, even when they find that masculine man, they're saying, well, why aren't those men going for me? Well, they're not going for you because truly you're not offering them what they're craving, what they want in a woman, what they want in the feminine. And that's a good, good uh, really, a summation of this particular uh, dance and this conflict we have, right? So this is not really ideology. Nobody's telling you you should be a submissive woman. Nobody's telling you you should want a dominant man. Nobody's telling you how to express yourself as a human being in this world. You're completely free to do as you wish. But if you are craving a dominant man, the dominant man wants a feminine woman. So you decide. You decide whether you want to... See, what you don't have a right to do is to make the insistence that the dominant men should go for the girl bosses. You don't get to do that. Men don't get to tell women who they should be attracted to, who women should be attracted to, and women don't get to tell men what kind of women the men should be attracted to. Right? So this is a cheat sheet. If you sit, sit there raging, saying, why aren't men going for me? I have two degrees, I have three degrees, I'm a boss girl, I have done so much in life, and I'm aggressive, and I can roll with the best of men, and I can beat the men, and I am so accomplished, and all that. And the men will say, good for you, but I don't, I don't really need any of that. I need, I need a girl. I need a girly girl. I need femininity. That is my nourishment. You don't get to tell men that they should pick masculine women. Sorry. And the more the man is embodied in his masculinity and dominance, the more he is going to crave submission and femininity in his woman. So start there. This is really about trying to give people and give people what they are craving, but in a way that they match, in a way that they actually can pair bond with the other and fulfill the other's needs and desires. It's a very democratic process. We don't get to dictate each other's desires. We don't get to dictate each other's preferences. If you want a dominant man, learn to be a submissive woman because that's what the dominant men are going to be attracted to. If you want a man who is really embodied in his masculinity, be a woman who is deeply embodied in her femininity because that's what they are usually craving. This is entirely up to you. There isn't really 
and ideology here. This is more a matchup of energies. That's all that's going on here. You make your choice. <laughs> 